I'm Jessica Randolph, and welcome to the How to Buy a House podcast, where we empower you to invest in real estate and start building wealth for yourself. It's the biggest purchase of your life, and we're going to teach you how to do it right. You guys, I am so excited because today I get to interview one of my very dear friends and one of my longest, I would say, I mean, people have known in real estate in Nashville. Yeah, but over 10 years. Over 10 years, which is crazy because I'm still supposed to only be like 22 years old, but... <laughs> Um, we've known each other for over 10 years and that's just crazy. Yeah. But thank you so much for being on the episode today, Michael. Before we get into our topic, which our topic is, why do you need a home inspection? Hmm. Yeah. Why do you? We're going to get into it. But before we do, Michael, maybe you could just introduce yourself and tell our listener who you are and a little bit of your backstory. Yeah. So I have been sort of in and around the real estate world for about 12 years now, which is kind of nuts. And I'm very pleased to say that I kind of touch a lot of different areas. We own multiple service companies and we have a really neat podcast called the business of homes podcast, where we kind of dig into the business and the entrepreneurial side of the world of real estate. And so, uh, you'll find me to be sort of nerdy about all things construction. And I love getting to know people who are buying homes or selling homes who are fixing homes. I just kind of have a love affair with homes, I think. And so I love learning more about business and I love talking about that. And so any place where uh, business and homes intersect, you'll probably find me, whether it's home inspection or pest control or environmental services, and now of course a podcast. And so um, I'm really glad to be here because give me a microphone. Let me talk about a home. I'm happy. So yeah. <laughs> um, for those of you that didn't catch it, in, in Michael's intro and backstory, Michael also has a podcast and it's called The Business of Homes. So if you are a realtor and you're listening to this, or if you're not a realtor and you're just interested in real estate, you need to go check it out because you've had your hands on so many different you know, aspects of the home buying journey. And also you own so many different types of servicing companies for real estate. Uh, you just have so much knowledge. And so if you want to listen to more about Michael's Michael's background, you can listen to The Business of Homes podcast. Yeah. Um, but you also how I know you and how I met you was that you own one of the best home inspection companies in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. And you should be so proud of yourself because Thank you. you're amazing. Um, and so that's why I really wanted to get you on today's episode because I think for a lot of our listeners and almost every first time home buyer, the home inspection feels like another gray area. And I know mm. me and you talked about this, that our podcast, obviously we have, I think about 25 episodes now about the home buying journey. Mm. But to your, what you were saying was that we could have a whole podcast just on the home inspection part of that journey, because there are so many different things to unpack and so many important things to consider and talk about. So we're not going to get into all of them today. We're just going to talk on the why, why does somebody need a home inspection and what exactly does it entail to really understand why it is so important? Yeah. The home inspection at its core is meant to be sort of an educational and empowering process for a home buyer. So for anyone out there who's like thinking about buying or maybe on the precipice of like pulling the trigger, know that right in the very beginning of your journey is an opportunity for you to learn more about what it is that you're doing and you might even think of it as a bit of a safety net. And so if you go out there and you're really excited and you're looking at homes and you're laying a contract down and then you're starting to get a little nervous, don't worry. The home inspection is not only a time for you to learn more about what it is that you're trying to purchase, but it's a way for you to make sure that it's in the right shape for you. And so at the end of the day, your home inspector is 
like your shepherd number two, right in line with your real estate agent, helping march you through this journey so that whatever it is that you're purchasing, you know what it is and you're ready to buy it. I think that is so key that people understand that it's so important. And like you're saying, another shepherd, because back in, and I know you remember like 2021, 2022, people were completely negating the inspection process or the inspection contingency. They were just waving it and saying, I'll buy this house no matter what's going on with it. And I'm not going to get a home inspector to give me an opinion. Or they were doing, which I'm sure you saw a lot of the like miniature home inspections yep. where instead of paying for the full amount to get inspected, they would just do like a quick you know, 250, 300 walk and talk. Yeah. Yeah. And are you seeing now those buyers like coming back with regret of saying like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I bought this house because I didn't know that it was on yeah. a bad foundation or that it had a bad roof or things like that. I mean, what, what. Yeah. It, it can be scary to like wrap your mind around that people are buying multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of a home and they didn't understand what it is that we were buying. Mm -hmm. I mean, for any of us that have ever tried to buy a car, the amount of research, oh man, that we put in before we buy a car. And that is 10% of the cost of a home or so less. True. And so we need to know that when we're buying homes, we need to put the effort in. We need to do our due diligence, which is where we get that phrase, the due diligence period, mm -hmm. of understanding what it is that we're buying. And this is your opportunity. It's written into your contract. Mm -hmm. Your contract has all these interesting safety nets, a place where if you don't have enough money, you're not going to be forced to buy the home. That's the financing contingency. If you don't sell your previous home, you don't have to buy the home. That's your sale of home contingency. And the first one, of course, is due diligence to make sure that it is what you think it is. Mm -hmm. And so this is an extremely important part. And yes, unfortunately, the market was so glowing red hot that people were like, I have to have this home kind of regardless of whatever happens. So I'm going to strike out all of my contingencies and I'm moving forward. And what it created was some real pain financially. And for some people, they just stroked the check and they moved on with their life and mm -hmm. chalked up to a lesson. For others, it caused incredible financial hardship. And I think for first-time home buyers or really anyone kind of on that uh, next step is buying a house, they really have to make sure, I need to protect my investment. And the first way you do that is to understand it. Yeah. I We say this a lot in the podcast, and I'm sure you've heard this before, but home insurance, or I'm sorry, we say this a lot, and I'm sure you've heard this before, but I'm curious your your thought on it, is that a home inspection is the cheapest insurance you can get. Do you agree with that statement? I agree partially in that it's a way to protect yourself, but it is a little dangerous for our listeners here to think of a home inspection like insurance because the world of insurance, think like health insurance, car insurance, whatever, it's meant to make you whole. It's meant to pay for things. And in a lot of ways, the home inspection isn't meant to do any of those things, but it is meant to protect you. And so in that way, yes, it's very similar. It's the cheapest way to protect yourself there moving you forward. I love that. Yeah. That's great. And another analogy, just because I want to like throw it all at you and tell yeah. me your opinion. But another thing we say is that going under contract, it's kind of like you are now engaged to somebody. Mm. You're engaged to this house. You're in contract. You have plans to marry that house on the close date. But then you get your home inspector to go out there, you know, crawls into the crawl space, gets on the roof, oh, yeah. looks at the electrical panel. And he's like, hey, this guy's got a history of cheating. I'm just kidding. That's not true. <laughs> but like really, when you get the 30 or 70 page report on the house, 
it really is now your chance to say, okay, do I really want to purchase this thing? Yeah. Um, before you go walk down the aisle and pay for all these things and pay for the dress or whatever. Um, do you agree with that analogy? Totally. Okay. And in the world of business, sometimes when two businesses want to marry each other, they call it a merger. They do the same sort of thing. It's not called a home inspection. It's called a due diligence period, actually, mm -hmm. where they look into each other's financials and they figure out, hey, are you still who I think you are? Do we want to actually marry our future together? And so it's a great analogy and it's a slow down period. A lot of real estate can feel kind of fast. Mm -hmm. It can just carry you along like you're floating down a river on a tube. And the home inspection is kind of like some shallow water where you're going slow. It's a time for you to reflect and think and learn. And so the good thing about it is it's right in the beginning, right in the beginning before you get carried on further uh -huh. down the river. And so it's such an important piece. And my recommendation to any listener here is make sure that you're investing your time and your money into the information to understand your house because that investment is going to either come back to you in spades in the form of good negotiations, you're going to know what to ask for mm -hmm. or now know how to understand it, or it's going to be a roadmap for the future. As an owner, you want to know what it is that you're owning and how best to take care of it. Mm -hmm. And so the home inspection report is like that investment into those two areas, and it's so important. So good. I know we talk a lot about the power of educating yourself on the home purchasing journey in general. Mm -hmm. And obviously if you're listening to this podcast, you're already a step ahead of a lot of buyers and you're educating yourself and you're making sure that you're going to make the best decision possible on your home purchase. Same is true with the home inspection. It's like you're educating yourself on this potential house. And the more, you know, the safer you're going to be, the more, you know, educated decision you're going to make on the repairs you need to do when you move in. And it's just going to set yourself up for further success once you're actually in the house. Totally. The home buying process sometimes feels very daunting. And I think it's very natural because there's a lot we don't understand if we don't do it. But once every, you know, blue moon, once every five to seven to 10 years. Mm -hmm. And so it's important that we know that we're always afraid of what we don't understand. And that's all of us. Mm -hmm. And so this part of the process is about bringing in knowledge and education which tends to push fear away, which is good yeah. because we want anyone listening here, or any home buyer around us here to be empowered to make their best decision for them and their family. So good. Y'all, can I get a drum roll, please? <laughs> if you've been enjoying our podcast, you know that we are very passionate about providing accessible home buying education for everybody, no matter where they're at in the process. And now, guess what? You can do it straight from your phone. Download the How to Buy a House mobile app today. Our app is designed to hold your hand through the process from start to finish and is jam-packed with expert-level home buying education and tips and tricks from the best in the business. We are so pumped about it, and we know you will be too. Now available in the App Store. Happy home buying. So tell me, as a first-time home buyer, yeah. I, and I don't know when you bought, you and Carly bought your first house. Mm. Do you remember? What yeah, year was 2012 it? was a good, good days. All right. Well, looking back on your older self of like going into that process and obviously all of the hundreds, maybe thousands of homeowners you've worked with to do home inspections. What are some tips that you would give to a first time home buyer of like, hey, if you're getting an inspection, make sure you always get the blank or make sure you always are present. Like, what are some tips that you would say for anyone listening to this, no matter what city you're in? 
once you do say, okay, I definitely need a home inspection, what are like little things they can do to make sure they're getting the most out of their home inspection? Yeah. So I would say there's three areas where I see a few pitfalls for folks. And if you can avoid these pitfalls, you can have a pretty high chance for success during this part of the process. Number one, make sure that you are attending the inspection. It's a really great opportunity just to get back to go to the house. Mm -hmm. You don't get very many chances when you're buying a house to be there by yourself without the seller bothering you. And so if you can be there because there's going to be a great opportunity for you to learn and ask questions with your home inspector on site. Mm -hmm. And there's no better time to learn about what he's found, answered questions that you have then right then and there. So if it's set aside for a handful of hours, make sure at the very least you're there for the last hour so that you can get good information. That is so true. And I think a lot of people miss out. You know, they're spending 500 to 1000 sometimes $1,500 on a home inspection. You want to make sure you're getting the most out of that inspection. And you're totally right. I think seeing something in person can seem way less scary than like, here's a picture of your dirty crawl space with all these spider webs and there's like a dead raccoon in the corner. Like that can feel scary. But if you're in the house and the inspector's like, you know what? There was a raccoon down there, but his name's Joe. He's fine. He's nice. We're good. It's like, it just seems a little bit less scary. Totally. And I think being in person helps a lot. Number two, I think that we don't want to be overly penny wise and pound foolish about those added helpful services that surround the home inspection. Did you know that the home inspection is really just the base layer? It's just the burger. You still got to get your fries and your rings and your shake. Uh -huh. You got to round out the meal. And the information that a lot of buyers need is a full meal. Don't just get the hamburger part. And so you might want to consider based in your area radon testing, other environmental type testing, termite inspections. Did you know in the coastal Carolinas in Florida, they have insurance inspections that you have to do right alongside no the home inspection? Yeah. So it's really important that you're talking to your agent and getting educated on mm -hmm. what are the options I should have? Because at the end of the day, more information is always better than less information. And it's your moment to arm yourself with information. And that can be a little scary. I know mm -hmm. because sometimes that can add up on the cost. And so you should be seeking out whatever opportunities around pay it close options or like, you know, save up and spend here because this is an area you want to invest in information. So don't be penny wise and pound foolish on the ancillary inspections. They're sometimes just as important as the home inspection. So true. I just did one um, not too long ago and radon is a big thing in Tennessee and mm -hmm. it's something you can't see, you can't smell it, you have to get it tested, but it's an extra, it's the lettuce and tomato of the burger, right? Totally. And my client almost didn't do it because he's like, you know, eh. I don't really care what's going on. There's asbestos in the crawl space and he's like, I'll take care of it myself. Very dangerous. He should not do that. I've warned him many times. <laughs> uh, but this, this is the kind of guy I'm working with. But I said, I'm like, you have to get a radon test. You just got to check. And would you know that mm. it came back the highest I've ever seen in my Whoa. 11 years in real estate. Um, it came back at a 16, a level Oof. 16, when Oof. a level four is like the highest you want, want to really have in your house. I'm sure you know a lot more about this yeah. than I do. But the highest I'd seen previously was a level 12. And he was at a 16. And 
that's extremely dangerous. And we would have no idea if you wouldn't have paid for the radon test. This is the second leading cause of lung cancer. Like, there's just no reason to mess around with it. Mm -hmm. It's not only a risk to occupants on site, it's kind of a little financial risk to your investment because right. someone's going to test for it in the future. And so next time you're the seller seven years down the line, someone's going to be asking you to pay for a radon mitigation system right. when you could have tested for it, found it to be high, and had it negotiated for in your current contract. And so my recommendation is always... Get all those things checked out. Cool. All the bells and whistles. What's your third piece of advice? The third thing is read your whole report. This feels like I shouldn't have to say this. how? Because, I mean, you're paying kind of a lot of money for this report. That's the deliverable. Mm -hmm. That's what you get in hand after mm -hmm. the whole process is over. And there are a lot of people that just don't take the time to read through the document. In fairness, they can be long. And sometimes it's got a lot of complicated stuff that you may not have learned about before. So that's when I tell you, you got to go back to your agent, go back to your inspector, ask more questions. Mm -hmm. You got to read the whole report because there may be information that's not only useful right now, it could be very useful long-term. And you don't want to be the person that only read the first four pages. So true. Well, and going back to your point, I think another piece of advice I, I would give is this report is now giving you a second round of negotiating. Because let's say you read through the whole report and there's something on there you're like, oh, I didn't realize all the windows are 40 years old and I need to get those replaced. Because um, walking through the house, you might not know that they are low egress or they, you know, have a bad insulation rating. And now that's a huge expense that you're going to have to incur if you do buy this house. And so if you don't read the whole report, you're missing out on a negotiating piece to say, hey, I'll buy your house, but I need you to give me 15 grand to replace all those old 1970s windows. Exactly. And that is something you would miss out on if you didn't take the time to actually read through the entire report. Yeah, and I would say most of your real estate agents are going to be a great resource, not to tell you what to do, but to help reflect off of what is normal, what is common, what are we seeing in our area, what is um, something that we could successfully negotiate for. And so arming yourself by knowing everything that's in the report is the first step towards mm -hmm. having an intelligent conversation with your agent. Okay, so this... I, I, I'm feeling the feelings of if I were one of our listeners and I would be thinking, okay, Michael, I get it. I need to get a home inspection. How do I know which inspection, which inspection company to use or which inspector to hire? How can you tell a good inspector from a bad inspector? How, how would you it's know? It's so tough. Just like picking the right item on Amazon these days with all the fake reviews. It's really difficult to know. So there are fake reviews on Amazon. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, Old school has a lot of merit. Go back to referral sources. And if your um, family or friends maybe don't have a ton of experience in this area, that's okay. In theory, the real estate agent, the mortgage lender, and any of the other professionals that you might already be speaking with, mm -hmm. it's likely that they are going to know a handful of inspectors in your area that might be really relevant or helpful to you. Mm -hmm. I think doing internet research is a must. Obviously, it's a base layer of knowledge that you have to have, but using good referrals from the professionals you're already working with, it's so important. I think having a company that does all the different types of services you can need is going to be a huge benefit. It simplifies the scenario. Mm -hmm. No need to call out five or 10 different professionals to do mm -hmm. the job of one company. So make sure that you have a company that is providing as many services as you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Number two, you definitely want to make sure that you're seeing that positive online feedback. Are other people 
buying houses just like you are, having a good experience, that information is going to be helpful. Yeah. And honestly, I, I think calling them on the phone and having a conversation that's longer than 45 seconds is a big piece of the puzzle. This is a relationship business. It cannot be said enough. And ultimately, you're forming a relationship with a technical advisor yeah. in some ways. And this person could be extremely beneficial to your home buying process. And so having a bit of a relationship with them is a huge first step. 100%. And can also just protect you in a huge way from buying a bad house or what mm. I like to call lemon. And, you know, if they're like, hey, these are all the things that are happening, just so you know, and you don't have someone who's going to be super straight with you, you might end up buying a house that you're like, you know, six months down the road regretting because you're like, I didn't get the right person to inspect it. I mean, we always talk about why you need to choose the right realtor. That's a given. But the same is true for the home inspector. And I think it's, you know, super wise to ask people who've recently bought who they used. Uh, but I completely agree. And I I wouldn't even thought of that myself to just make sure that you really like this person and trust them. Yeah. Um, and I think a phone conversation is super important. And I don't think a lot of people do that. Sometimes people um, who don't know a lot about buying a house might think the home inspector is similar to, say, an electrician or a plumber who comes out to your house mm -hmm. for a, a short period of time and then they kind of go away and you never really speak to them again. Mm -hmm. It's actually really different. A home inspector predominantly is more similar to a real estate agent in that they want to form a relationship with you that might happen a little bit before, a little bit during, and a lot of it afterwards, your actual on-site home inspection. Mm -hmm. They can become a resource. Because here's a little factoid that not a lot of people know. The home inspector is one of the only truly unbiased third-party technical resources that you can reach out to. Because think about it, if you reach out to a plumber or a roofer or anyone they're going to offer to tell you what's going on, but also to fix it. And it mm -hmm. may leave a lingering doubt in your mind of, are they telling you the full truth and nothing but the truth or some sort of like element of the truth that helps them do their business. And so the home inspector who doesn't fix anything, and that's going to be a universal truth. No home inspector fixes things. Right. They're going to be an unbiased resource. And so similar to your agent, along with your agent, you begin to form a team that really understands real estate and the built environment. And it can be something you want to trust in. That is so good. I'm going to just like play that back. Play it back. Um, that is so good. I love that. I personally don't see a lot of reason for a second opinion if you have the right professional okay. because you shouldn't necessarily be having uh, a slanted opinion that you'll need to double check. Got in it. theory, it should be information that speaks for itself mm -hmm. and that the real estate agent and the buyer then become this sort of super team who can decide, okay, we've been given the information. Now what do we do? Because only we know what is best for us. Because at the end of the day, contractors and home inspectors have seen so much that it may feel very normal to them when it's very not normal to mm. a buyer. Mm -hmm. And so it's difficult to say yay or nay to a buyer, I think for both contractor and home inspector, if that's not your house that you're buying, yeah. because what's something that's easy for me because I'm very familiar with it might be very scary for somebody else. And I don't want to dispel their fears or mm -hmm. their concerns, but I do want to empower them to say, this might be a costly thing, but everything can be fixed. And that's a, a principle that I have built companies by and have educated thousands with. And that is everything in the home can be fixed. It just takes a combination of creativity, time, energy, and money. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Money being the big one. Money being the big one. I mean, one. it can be fixed. We can just tear the house down and That's just right. build a new house. We'll just cut this side <laughs> off and build that one. There you go. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I want to have another episode and have you back, Michael, and we can talk about um, a lot of different other aspects of the home inspection. But for the sake of time, I'm going to wrap us up and ask you the question that I ask all of our guests. And that is, if you could give our listener one piece of advice, doesn't have to be real estate related, what would it be? I would say my advice is real estate related because I just live and breathe it. Be invested and curious about your home. This could be the home you're renting. This could be the home you want to own. This could be the home you own. Be curious and invested about your home. Too often I see a modern buyer, owner, whoever, who just exists inside of the home, not realizing that it's this living, breathing organism that they are supposed to be caring for. And so I love curious people because it makes them want to know more and people who want to know more do more. And so I say, be curious and invested in where you live. So good. Michael, thank you so much for embarking your wisdom on us today. Yes. Um, for anybody that's listening, you can follow Michael Conrad. You can listen to the Business of Homes podcast. Uh, if you're in Nashville and you need all of your services, can you just list off your companies so we know? Obviously, you've got Diligent Home Inspections, Business of Homes podcast. Yeah, we have Perimeter Pest, the pest control company, Riverside Environmental that does environmental services, um, and Lockstock, a handyman company. I love it. Amazing. You are truly a jack of all trades. Thank you. Also, fun fact, you used to be like on stage, right? I, I, I was an actor in a former life. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Um, definitely my most lively guest probably ever in the podcast. Thank you, Michael. You're such a good friend. Thank you for doing this for us. And thank, thank you. you for giving us all this great info. Till next time. And thank you for listening, listener. Hope you're having a great rest of your day. We are so grateful for you, listener. I just wanted to remind you that this podcast is for you. So if there's a topic that you'd like us to cover, or if you have questions about anything we talk about, feel free to give us a shout. You can email us, sign up for an in-person class in your city, download our app, or recommend someone as a teacher all on our website, howtobuyahouseclass.com. Stay tuned for more episodes and follow us along on Instagram as well. We are at the How to Buy a House class. And I'd also love to connect with you. You can follow along with me at Jess Lou Randolph. We hope you have a fabulous day. Thanks for listening and God bless.